It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Will the Dallas Cowboys take down the Green Bay Packers in round one of the playoffs, or is this another heartbreaking loss coming up against Green Bay? All that and more this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team locked every locked day. Locked On. Locked, locked, locked On. Locked On Cowboys. Locked On Cowboys. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter, at McCoolBCB. On today's show, we are previewing the Packers-Cowboys round one playoff game. Uh, Landon, just off the top, how are you feeling about this game? I'm feeling good. You know, I'm feeling, <clears throat> I don't want to go in overconfident, but, I, you know, having w- looked through all of this and, and kind of compared the matchups, and we'll obviously get into all of this, but, uh, you know, I feel, I feel, confident but not overconfident you know this it it does definitely feels different than going into tampa bay last year or or going into uh you know some of these other games where there's a lot of unknown you're just not sure exactly what's gonna how it's all gonna kind of go down um i I feel like this is a situation where there's a lot more controlled variables for the cowboys uh that are positive for them so uh again anything can happen and this is a playoff game uh, but as far as go, you know, confidence level going into a playoff game in which you obviously are going to play a good team, I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, it feels like there's a lot of different ways the Cowboys can win this game. And even yeah. if things go poorly early on, you feel like, okay, just settle down and you're going to be okay. And I think that's it, it, because of the offense. And let's start there. Yeah. Yeah. I think if the Cowboys start off fast on offense, in this game, it could be a blowout. Like it could just be one of those games where, you know, it's an avalanche, right? And all of a sudden it's 27 to three going into halftime. I also feel like it could be one of these games where it's a little bit of a slug fest for the first two quarters. And then the offense has three straight touchdown drives. It's really important for this Cowboys offense to start out quick. I think if they can go down on the first drive or two, get a touchdown, get points and kind of just, Get that first score out of the way; they're going to be fine. I like to imagine when I when I do like matchups between teams, I like to imagine that they played like a hundred times, right? Yeah. And all the different ways that those games between these two teams could turn out, right? And we talk about paths to victory, right? And 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 like how many paths to victory does your team have versus how many paths to victory does the other team have? I think the Packers are playing with a much thinner margin. Than the Cowboys okay. are. Well, that's why they're, because, they're seven point underdogs. It makes yeah, sense. and that be, because of the uh, Cowboys' offense, right? Because of how explosive it is, and especially against this Green Bay defense, which has been playing better football, but still, there's just a lot to, that's working against the Green Bay defense in these matchups against the Cowboys' offense. Um, so I, I think that you're completely right. Like the the 
range of outcomes for the Cowboys definitely includes several games in that hundred game simulation in my mind where uh, uh, the Cowboys get out to an early lead and, and, and play a pretty typical Cowboys game, right? Where uh, the, the, the pressure of trying to have the score points leads you to throw the football more, which leads to more pass rush opportunities for the Cowboys defense, which leads to more turnovers, which leads to more points, right? So right. Uh, that is certainly a, one of the game paths that can happen. But even if it doesn't happen that way, um, I think the Cowboys will still have lots of opportunity because of how explosive their offense is. And, and again, the mismatches that they're going to be able to create against this Green Bay defense to kind of continue to, even if they get behind, to be able to come back uh, or if the game is, is even. I, I you know, it's, it's one of those situations sort of like how w- with Washington or Detroit, you know, where you, you might watch a game where, you can tell the Dallas is the better team, but the scoreboard hasn't quite caught up to that fact yet yeah. until you know the third quarter or the fourth quarter where things start to separate. So I would definitely include those uh, kind of games in the potential path to victory for the Cowboys. Certainly not expecting it, though. Yeah, uh, It just feels very much to me like that Tampa game last year where you remember the first two drives of the game. I don't think the Cowboys got a first down. And then once they got that first first down and that first touchdown, that it was like the floodgates open, yeah. right? And then the offense couldn't be stopped. Yep. I'm not saying it's going to be exactly like that this year, but it does feel like once you get that first big play or the first score of the game, the offense will really settle in. So that's what I'm looking for. I want to see how aggressive Mike McCarthy is early in his games. Is he throwing to set up the to set up the run? Is he throwing the ball down the field? Are they using hurry up are they taking the ball to start the game all those kind of things are going to play into if the cowboys can win this game or not um we should mention there was a big injury on thursday yeah jire alexander the the packers pro bowl cornerback stepped on somebody's ankle and rolled his ankle foot and rolled his own ankle yeah missed practice on thursday did not practice on friday it's also worth mentioning he missed a lot of time this season with a heel injury. Not sure if it's on the same foot, not sure if it's related. But if he can't go, Packers are in trouble in the secondary. Yeah, they're really in trouble. I mean, they're in trouble with Jair Alexander playing and covering CD Lamb. I think Jair Alexander is a good player, um, you know, and even healthy. I think it's a very difficult cover for really anybody covering CD Lamb at this point, the way CD is playing. Now you factor in the fact that he rolled his ankle in practice on Thursday and then hasn't practiced the last two days. Even if he does play, uh, it's it's going to be a tall order for him to try to chase Ceedee Lamb around. And and let's not let's not forget the fact that although he is a very good cover guy, he has problems tackling. And yeah. so if you are able to get the ball uh, to Ceedee Lamb, it, it, there's a good chance that Ceedee could break some tackles and, and create some big plays. So uh, yeah, I think. That's a huge part of this. I think for the Cowboys, like kind of just looking at the offense overall, the, the thing they need to worry the most about is the, is the Packers defensive line, right? And, and that's the most dangerous part of that Packers defense. They've got a lot of players that are that are decent. You know, they've got Gary and Clark. Uh, Preston, Preston Smith, Smith is over yeah. there. Uh, you know, Carl Brooks is a guy I really liked out of Bowling Green that's kind of developed for them, a young guy. Lucas Van Ness was a guy that we didn't really love necessarily the top 10 pick. I think he ended up going 13. So they've got bodies there, right? Um, but, and, and, and on top of that, I think they're the number one stunting team in the NFL that they're going to try to twist you up. They're going to try to, 
uh, hit you with with some some weird stunts and, and and try to get your offensive line confused. For the Cowboys to have all five starters in this game is really huge, just because they're going to be able to sort all that out a little bit better. But I think as Cowboys fans, we recognize because we also stunt and and uh, twist a lot that that's going to leave them very susceptible to to, to run fits. You know, yeah. sometimes when you when you get stunts, especially early, uh, it can really disrupt your run fits and and leave big gaping holes. So, I definitely think that the, your thought process of attacking early, getting the the ball down the field, making uh, the Packers kind of get into pass defense mode, and how do we stop Dak? How do we slow down Dak? How do we disrupt Dak? And then you hit them with you hit them with the draw. You hit them with the the run play from shotgun. Uh, and I think that they're going to find success against a Green Bay team that has not been uh, successful against stopping the run. Last thing before we move on. I'm curious to see if the Cowboys use some hurry up uh, in this game for a couple of reasons. Number one, the Packers don't have a lot of defensive line depth. Like their starters are good. Their starters yeah. are good. But if you like notice the body types of these guys, like Preston Smith is like a 275 pound edge. Mm-hmm. Same with Lucas Van Ness, who... They're actually playing a little bit more inside. Rashawn Gary is another one of those 270-pound edges. So maybe the thought process is use the same strategy that they used against the Jets early in the year where it's quick throws you know, over and over again, lots of plays, try to wear those guys out. And then once their backups are in the games, try to keep them in as long as possible. Um, this is not a group that wins particularly fast. They win with power by trying to – yeah. Bull, you know, bull rush into the quarterback. Right. So getting the rid of the ball quickly and accurately is going to be key here. Yeah. And, and the good news for the Cowboys is that they struggle against uh, on the second level to cover tight ends. And, 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 you know, I think John owning was said it earlier this week, the, uh, the Packers are the worst defense at defending seam routes in the NFL. And guess who loves to rip the seam wide open every single opportunity, even if no one is open uh, Dak Prescott. So, uh, there, like I said, there are just so many of these kind of little matchup situations that seem to be going the Cowboys' way, which uh, kind of give you confidence, especially on the offensive side, that they're going to be able to take care of business. All right, we're going to talk about how the Cowboys can slow down Jordan Love and how they can talk, you know, worry about that offense next. But before we do that, I got a little bit of Cowboys breaking news. I'm going to give you after this break. Oh, This episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fastest and the easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. See the view from your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront so you know that you're getting a great deal before you check out. Buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code LOCKED ON for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem promo code LOCKED ON for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. 
Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Landon, I promised you some breaking news. Uh, have you seen it yet, or are you going to be surprised? I have. Maybe? I have. It's very exciting, yes. Okay. Uh, according to Todd Archer, uh, Cowboys Vice President of Player Personnel, Will McClay, will remain with the Cowboys. He is not going to take other interviews. Uh, this is very, very good news for the Cowboys because he handles so much on the pro-personal side. He's got the ear of Jerry Jones. He's got the ear of Mike McCarthy. Big, big win for the Cowboys. Absolutely huge. I mean, obviously, uh, look, if anyone is the architect of this team, it's it's probably McClay, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, the Cowboys have been one of the best personnel teams in the entire NFL. Uh, and obviously a huge portion of that is Will McClay. So absolutely huge victory that, the, you know, the Cowboys potentially could be losing several different coaches or assistants just throughout the hiring process because of their success. The fact that they're able to hold on to Will McClay is such a great organizational sign for this team uh, in the long term. All right, let's talk about Jordan Love. Um, this okay. Packers offense has been pretty good over the last two months. Now, they only scored 17 points against the Bears, but they had plenty of opportunities to score more if guys were just going to hold on to the football. Well, that's the problem, right? Well, <laughs> this yeah. offense in general. <laughs> but go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, Christian Watson expected to be back for this game. He's missed most of the season. How do the Cowboys go about slowing down love? Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of it is just going to be the kind of classic let them shoot themselves in the foot, I think, right? You know, just kind of finding ways to put pressure on love to make him make mistakes. Uh, I think they have a very, I mean, let me be clear. They have a very talented young roster of wide receivers. They've got Mm -hmm. guys that are very, very talented. I love uh, Watson when he's healthy. Um, I, I think you know, Jane, Jane Reed is really good. So I, 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 I think that these guys have real uh, talent. I think the problem is, is that because they're young, they still kind of struggle to finish. And I think you just pointed it out, right? In that Bears game, there was dropped touchdowns. There were just kind of miscues. That whole situation, for those who watched the game, that whole situation at the end of the of the uh, half, right? You know, we complain about Mike McCarthy's uh, 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 you know, game management stuff, but that, but that kind of situation was all basically because of the players, and and it kind of was a very uh, a, a microcosm of the issues that they're having, mm-hmm. right? Just not, a lack of attention to details, not quite being always on the same page. Um, uh, those are the kind of things that you know that could happen here. The Cowboys, they need to play their game. They're gonna they're gonna have to find a way to stop Aaron Jones. They're gonna you know want to try to run the football a little bit. But stopping Love is going to be about attacking him in the pocket. You know, he's going to want to try to hold on to the ball at times to try to get the ball down the field. Make him only be able to throw the ball in short passing. Like, if, if he's going to hold on to the ball, you've got to find a way to hit him. Uh, the Cowboys should be able to get quick pressure on him. That is something that the Green Bay has been giving up a lot this season. Um, so I imagine that Green Bay is going to try to counter that by trying to get the ball out of Jordan Love's hands quickly. 
trying to get the ball to running backs and wide receivers and tight ends as, as soon as they can and create yak situations. The Cowboys defense has got to tackle and be solid in the run game. Yep. And then if the offense can kind of get a lead, uh, then then you can pin your ears back and attack love a little bit more. Who, you know, the difference I think between Jordan Love and like let's say Jalen Hurts is that Jordan Love is has similar kind of athleticism, maybe not quite as powerful, quite as fast, uh, but he he doesn't quite have the uh, creativity uh, outside of the pocket that you see with with Jalen Hurts. So I think you know getting him out of the pocket, getting him uncomfortable, uh, but with coverage on the back end. Uh, in man coverage, especially, I think you're gonna you're gonna have Jordan Love double clutching, not knowing where to go with the football, uh, and that's when mistakes get made. Some, and that's when he starts to get inaccurate, and he'll he may throw you a pick or or a tipped pick and that sort of thing. So just kind of keeping it all in front of you, making Jordan Love drive the length of the field against an offense that struggles to finish. Uh, I, I think you know that you're gonna get good results because I don't know that they're gonna be able to kind of consistently, efficiently move the ball. Uh, without potentially creating turnovers. So I watched the Giants-Packers game, the Monday night game from a few weeks ago, and Wink Martindale did a really good job of sending pressure up front, like right in the middle, yeah. and forcing Love to make quick decisions. And one of the things that Love will do, because he's got such a good arm and he can make these throws, mm -hmm. is when he gets pressured up in his face, he'll throw these like long out routes. And again, mm -hmm. he can, he makes a lot of those throws, not a lot of yak you typically get out of those. And the, yeah. the the downside is a lot because if you happen to throw that ball a little bit inside, that's a pick six for Deron Bland the other way. So make him throw really tough, you know, passes without a lot of upside. Make him use the sidelines rather than guys going up the middle of the field. Um, we talk about that sim pressure all the time, sending mm -hmm. four or five, but dropping guys back into zones or dropping, you know, if you've got Micah Parsons lined up, uh, you know, maybe in the middle, then you drop Demarcus Lawrence into the flat. Yeah, I'm really curious to see what Dan Quinn does against Jordan Love to try to slow him down. Yeah, because Jordan Love, here's the thing about it, is that Jordan Love is uh, as good against the blitz. But I think that it, that's, you know, just against all blitzes. That's just like an all-encompassing stats. I think if, if, if you're able to send pressure in a spot that gets to him quickly and that he doesn't have like an immediate hot answer for, or, or at least he doesn't know what the immediate hot answer for, then I think you can get him struggling. Because, yes. th again, I, th the general the general situation where Jordan Love struggles is when he is pressured, how, however you achieve that, and when he is pressured combined with not knowing immediately where to go with the football. If you confuse him with where the pressure is coming from and he's not sure where the hot is on that side or not sure where the hot is coming up the middle, uh, I think you're going to get him holding onto the ball, double clutching, hit uh, opportunities to hit the quarterback with the football, yep. uh, potentially scrape it away from him. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is Aaron Jones. He had a huge game against the Cowboys yep. in 2019. He had a big game last year against Dallas. I don't anticipate A.J. Dillon playing in this game. He did not play last week. He has not practiced yet. Maybe there's a chance that he does play. Uh, so that means a lot of Aaron Jones, and he's been somebody who's given the Cowboys problems before. He's a good screen, you know, player out of the backfield. He can bust off long runs. Tackling at the second and third level are going to be critical here. Yeah, it's going to be tough for some of these guys that haven't practiced uh, Thursday and Friday to play, especially with the travel day coming down here. So, uh, yeah, I, I imagine if Dylan doesn't doesn't practice today, 
I would be shocked if he played, right? So yeah. uh, I think that you, you you mentioned it though, right? Tackling is going to be enormous, right? And the Cowboys have been a very good tackling team uh, for most of the season, right? Yeah. So continuing to, to kind of be a good tackling team, uh, I think is going to have to serve them well in the playoffs because there are going to be these teams that maybe uh, you're able to kind of stop the the passing attack down the field uh, but they they're going to try to re, you know respond by throwing the ball short and hoping to create yes. yak situations. If the Cowboys are able to tackle, they'll kind of continue to keep them in the box, forcing uh, the the you know forcing uh, Love to kind of continue to have to drive the length of the field and, and continue to make short passes consistently. That's a lot harder to do yep. for a young quarterback than being able to create chunk plays down the field. All right, it's time. Let's make our predictions mm. for round one: Packers Cowboys next. This episode is brought to you by Jace. I know we come to sports to escape some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk for just a minute about prepping for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies uh, are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. That is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than my daughter or my son getting sick while a supply chain issue kept them from a life-saving medication that they needed. Thankfully, we're going to be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, among others, the stuff that could happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It has never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, Landon, let's make our predictions here for round one of the playoffs. Who do you got? I got the Cowboys. I'm uh, picking them to win tw- uh, 35-28, I think is what I came up with. Um, I, I think that if I, if I looked recently, the over under was at 50, I think it's going to be more than that. I, I understand that the Cowboys and the Packers have probably been a little bit more on the, uh, underside of, of their o- OUs, but I, I do think that, um, I think that this is going to be you know, a, an offensive output. Dallas is going to be at home. They're going to be fired up. Um, you know, this is this is what this team has been waiting for since uh, August. You know, this this team has, uh, you know, they've heard it all at this point, right? Like, they can't do this. They can't do that. It's not good enough when you win this game. It's not good enough. And everyone inside and outside this building has been saying, well, do it in January. It's You got to do it in January, and that's when it matters. We're here, and I think this team is ready to kind of, you know, shut the naysayers up. And um, I think that that the the opportunity to do it against Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers or not, uh, I think is something that they're they're looking forward to. So, um, yeah, I, I predict a game in which 
Uh, it, it'll, I, I predict the touchdown difference between the two, which I think is the line, but I imagine a game where the Cowboys are in control of this game uh, from start to finish. Uh, uh, but you know, that, that green Bay, you know, kind of hangs around and could play, continues to play tough and keeps it in a, in a one score game. But I do anticipate Dallas winning, uh, like I said, 35, I think to 28. I won't be surprised if there's some nervousness on both sides of the ball, uh, especially from green Bay, because yeah. it's a, I mean, they're the youngest offense in the league. Um, I think Peter and I talked about that. Dak Prescott has more playoff appearances than their entire team combined. Yeah. Pretty wild. I, I think um, they're the youngest team in the NFL, aren't they? Or uh, yeah, but like you I'm look at, the, I think, yeah, I think Aaron Jones is the only player on their offense that has a playoff experience. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty good incredible. playoff experience yeah. against the Cowboys, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so even if there's some mistakes early on, because, you know, they're just getting used to the speed of the NFL, I fully expect the intensity intensity for the Cowboys to be up to an all-time high. Like, I think these guys are going to be flying around trying to make plays. But I also think it really does help that several of these guys in the team just have a lot of playoff experience. Like, how many big games has Stephon Gilmore and Brandon <laughs> Cooks played in? And I, I think the Cooks one makes means a lot because, like, last year in the playoffs, it was – Yes. It's – Michael Gallup, it's not back into shape. It's Noah Brown, who really has never been a big playoff contributor. Um, Cavante Turpin, come play some offense where Brandon Cooks just gives you some stability. Like he knows yeah. how to perform in these big games. Um, I, if I were to bet on this game, which I already did, I would take <laughs> the Packers plus seven and a half. That, have, that half a point makes a difference to me, but I think mm. it is going to be like a. 31 to 27 type of game. Yeah. I mean, I think I agree. I think a lot of points going to be scored, um, you know, just simply because the Packers are going to need points just to, to score. It's just kind of keep up. So uh, I do agree. I think Dallas is going to be aggressive. They are, they're, <laughs> they've been chomping at the bit for this since September, you know, like it, it, they're the only team that it feels like all their accomplishments during the regular season don't mean anything no. because people keep throwing it in their face. It doesn't matter any, until you do it in January. Well, guess what? We're here at a time that matters. And y'all should have put Micah Parsons in the AP All-Pro team, number one, because now you've done it. <laughs> now he's back. Well, I watched the, uh, the Buccaneers playoff game from last year. And the speed at which Micah Parsons played in that game was unlike anything I've ever seen before. I think now that you're at home uh, oh, yeah. against an offensive line that's good but very young, yeah, I, I think he's going to be have a huge game. Maybe it doesn't result in the sacks, but I think he's going to get pretty consistent pressure in this one. Yeah, I mean, you just listen to the way he talks, you know, about how important this is to him, about his legacy, yeah. uh, and and all of those things. Like, you know, he's pissed about the the the, the yeah. all pro thing, and he should be. You know, he should be that, that he's not getting the recognition. He's not getting the holding calls. Uh, I wouldn't want to play against. No, I think he's going to Parsons. And I, I feel for the team that does. So we'll see how that plays out. For them. And it does help that you have some other veterans on that side of the ball who've played in big games. Demarcus Thorns has played in a lot of these playoff games. Uh, even somebody like Oso Digizua has now played in yeah. quite a few playoff games. Um I think they're ready, uh, and I can't wait to see how it all shakes out on Sunday. Are you and I doing a very sad show on Monday, or are we happy getting ready for the Cowboys to hit play 
maybe the Lions, maybe the Bucks, uh, maybe the Eagles. Uh, we shall see. That is it for today's show. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On Cowboys your first listen of the day. Go check out our show on YouTube. We post videos every single day over there. Go check out the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are free and available on all platforms. Go follow Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the game. Enjoy the, the round one of the playoffs. And we will see you right back here on Monday. Bye, everybody. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.